That special salary rate for federal cyber and IT employees, its future isn't all that clear. The Agriculture Department is telling employees there's no path to implement the special rate without more money from Congress. The Veterans Affairs Department says it will implement their special rate for its cyber and IT people later this year. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with what he's learned about the latest here. And just tell us more about the special salary rate, who proposed it, and what's the status. So the special salary rate is something we've been hearing about since late last year. This is something that has been proposed by the Department of Veterans Affairs. They led the charge in a multi-agency proposal to the Office of Personnel Management to essentially allow those agencies to set a higher rate of pay for in-demand cyber and IT positions across these agencies and across government. The Office of Personnel Management did approve that special salary rate in January of this year. But in terms of the next steps, that could be really up in the air at this point because we have not really seen too much eagerness to implement that SSR. But the OPM, that is to say the White House, did approve the idea. So OPM did approve it. But what we're looking at here is a pretty uphill battle for implementation. We're, of course, talking about a time where the debt ceiling negotiations are going on. Agencies are not really quite sure what that's going to mean for them right now, but something they are prepared for is a significant scaling back of non-defense discretionary spending. And this is the sort of thing where they would see an uptick in discretionary spending if they were to honor and implement this SSR. Given this, we have heard from multiple sources that OPM has put the SSR on hold pending additional implementation guidance. What we heard officially from OPM is that they have not yet made a decision on an implementation date for the SSR. So VA is going ahead with it. And when it turns around, there's going to be nobody behind there. The only agency we've learned that will definitively implement this SSR is the VA. And they are prefacing all this by saying that they will honor these rates even if there is no official SSR that does go forward across the government. All right. So that means it's not going to go into effect so far as we can tell government-wide then. We have not heard anything definitively to that effect at this point. You know, this really does have a long history here. We spoke with Ron Sanders, a former Federal Salary Council chairman. He has worn a lot of hats in the federal workforce in cybersecurity spaces. He said that in terms of this history of SSRs, this is not the only one that we've seen in effect. This is always something that takes a considerable amount of effort to get all agencies on board in terms of a consensus of where these positions need a higher rate and what agencies are prepared to offer them. Client agencies are going to come to that table with as many different opinions as there are agencies and reaching a consensus so that when you do issue a special salary rate, everybody is on board with it. That's not an easy thing. It's a real migraine. A real migraine. Yeah, a good way to put it. And VA, as we said, is going to go ahead with it. What are their plans? What do they plan to do specifically to get this thing into people's hands? Well, what we have heard from VA at this point is that regardless of whether this SSR goes into effect or not government-wide, the VA will honor these rates, and they will do that unilaterally, perhaps, through authorities they have in the PACT Act, the toxic exposure legislation uh, that was signed into law last year. That is a pretty big bill, and one of the many things that bill does is it actually gives the VA pretty broad authority to set special rates for the kinds of people it needs to bring in, and that is just what the VA is prepared to do here. They recognize that this might not go forward government-wide, and so they have their own plan to make sure this is going to go forward. And they have set a timeline of this going forward, these special rates, by the fourth quarter of this fiscal year. And we 
mentioned at the top that the Department of Agriculture is telling its workforce it's not going to happen or they don't quite know how it can happen conditioned upon money they might get from Congress. So USDA at this point has not definitively said that they will not implement the SSR, but they have made it pretty clear that it's a tough thing to do for them at this point and that there is no certain path for them to implement it. This is pretty indicative, honestly, of a couple of agencies we've heard, but this is the most black and white we've seen it spelled out here. We did obtain a memo from Chief Information Officer Gary Washington at USDA. There was a lot of back and forth with the employees that would potentially see a higher rate of pay under this SSR. USDA is a pretty big agency. 3,700 employees would be covered under the SSR if they were to implement it. And USDA did the numbers, they did the math, and they figured out it would cost about $51 million in additional costs to implement the SSR. USDA, they're IT office is a fee-for-service uh, type organization, and so rather than impose those costs on the rest of the agency, they would need to get this money from Congress to honor the SSR. There's been a back and forth about that. And one of the things that they have made pretty clear here is that there's no certain future for this SSR because they are not necessarily certain that Congress will give them that $51 million. And just to be clear, this special rate is for existing employees as well as recruits? Yes, it would be current employees as well as new employees coming into the organization. Got it. Any other agency efforts you know about? Well, you know, what we've seen in the past in this is that you know, there was a pretty significant effort to come out of the Department of Homeland Security. Their cyber talent management system was something that has been long in development. We have seen them put that system to work here. This is something that has been in the works for about seven years. This is something that Congress gave them the authority to do back in 2014. What we've seen so far is that it's a little underwhelming what they've been able to do here in terms of this special personnel and workforce and pay system that they have. They had targeted using that system to make 150 hires. They've made about 80 hires at this point through that cyber talent management system. Right. So just having the money available doesn't guarantee success, you've got to have a good recruitment strategy at some point. Well, it remains unclear even what the uh, the gaps are in terms of this system not going forward as intended. You know, what we've seen from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is that they haven't even really gone through this accepted service route to bring people in, that they have gone through the traditional Title V hiring that you've seen across the federal workforce. And so what we see here is that, at least with CISA, they don't see this need to have the special pay authority to bring cyber recruits on board, that they're able to get the talent they need through the standard process. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. And check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. 